It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily Dallas Cowboys podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked On. Locked On. Locked Locked On. Locked Locked On. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast presented by Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar out there and you can get your first box for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. Just make sure you use that promo code LOCKEDON. I am your host Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And joining me today, as always, is Landon McCool. You can check him out on Twitter, at McCoolBCB. You can also listen to him on the Best Coast Boys podcast. Landon, what is going on, sir? Not much. Uh, you know, it's uh, we're, I'm in Hollywood, Los Angeles, and, and it's Golden Globe Announcement Day. So everyone's kind of scrambling to the news to see if they got nominated. And spoiler alert, I, uh, I did not get nominated for anything. Mm. I'm sorry to disappoint everybody. But, but is there any new movies out anyways? Uh, like you know, look, the they're Golden doing Rocks. their best they can to try to figure out who to nominate and, and where, who's, who's eligible to be nominated and what movies even came out technically this year. Uh, you know, it's 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 all a mess, and, and frankly, anytime you look at the news, it, it's it's a mess. But 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 I I think there was some Cowboys items in the news that I figured that we should probably go over, uh, since you know since we're kind of moving on past Senior Bowl and into the uh, the, the the mainstream of the off season. Your segue is killing me, man. It's just fantastic. <laughs> Every day, you're just so good at it. Uh, so, yeah, we've got some, actually a lot of news that we're going to get catch up on uh, that's happened over the last week. No Golden and Globe nominees, unfortunately, for the Cowboys either. They didn't get any nominations either. So, cor- Correct. Um, let's, uh, let's start with Jason Witten, who officially, I don't even think we touched on this, but uh, Jason Witten decided to retire uh, last week from the NFL after 17 seasons. Uh, he did sign a one-day contract with the Dallas Cowboys, and then I believe it was like two or three days later, it was announced that he is going to be a head coach at a Texas high school, which is uh, kind of fun. So uh, first and foremost, Landon, what were your thoughts on Jason Witten retiring? Well, to be honest, my first thoughts were, man, it, it kind of sucks that you, you know, you, you you shot your chance to to have like this uh this you know like perfect cowboy legacy yeah well perfect like kind yeah. of ending to the career and you know yeah. like he had yeah. this this great ceremony and everything and, and you know it was very touching and all it was great it was great it was fantastic it was really great and then he decides uh, to go uh you know to have a he does the Monday night football thing which was terrible and then you know he decided to come back and it you know obviously didn't go great and. Uh, then obviously he goes to the Raiders. Didn't go great. Jeez, that's an understatement of a lifetime. I'm trying to be nice here. The guy's <laughs> retired. He's an old man now. Uh, and by old man, I mean he's six years younger than I am. Um, <laughs> like I, I, you know, look, I, I think my thought process is that 
you know, it's not surprising that Jason Witten's desire to uh, play football was stronger than uh, his desire to kind of go out in a Cinderella story. You know, mm-hmm. like I, I think he East. I, I never will blame anybody for wanting to continue to hang on absolutely. because you're only going to get so many years to play this game. Absolutely, absolutely. And I think that's fine. And I think that that's you know, it's just I, I I'm not I'm not you know hitting him about it. I I, I just thought it was kind of an unfortunate thing. Yeah. But I I again I understand he has that desire to play, and clearly he does because. You know, instantly the moment that he uh, retires from being a professional, he's stepping right into the you know yeah. entry level uh, you know of being a, a football coach. Clearly on his way to uh, uh, you know a, a, a career there, not just you know you know I don't think you you go to coach high school football at that point right after you've retired unless you're serious about making a career of it, right? So. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, you know, look. I think he's a, a great guy. Obviously, I think he's uh, he's got the kind of mentality and personality to be a fantastic coach. Uh, I have no doubts that he will be an incredible coach. Uh, I, I don't know, you know, what his X's and O's prowess is. I don't know. I mean, obviously, he hmm. clearly understands football on, on a very, very high level. Uh, I, but I, I think you know, going to high school and teaching. Uh, kids that age, I mean, that's going to be an incredible experience for those kids, and uh, they're going to have a, a really fantastic uh, head coach. And, and 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 you know, we'll see how he develops from there. But uh, I have no doubts that he's going to put everything into it, and that he's going to be an incredible role model for those kids. Uh, and and as far as how he coaches, I think that's you know that that remains to be seen. Yeah, I, I don't think it would have been all that surprising if Jason Witten got offered like tight end jobs in the NFL right now to be a coach. I think he probably had those opportunities, uh, but it sounds like he wanted to be in Texas. He I, it's Liberty Christian, I believe is a high school uh, that he, he signed up to coach at. And uh, that makes sense. He, he wants to be where he's, you know, been the last 18 years of his life. Uh, I get that. Um, can we just talk about the end of Jason Witten's career and I think why so many fans are bitter about you know what happened? Because, again, Jason Witten, Hall of Fame player, first ballot, easily, easily. I just think people got tired in 2019 when he came back and there was the perception that he was going to be like a mentor and a role model and he was only going to play 25 snaps a game. And he ultimately started every single game and played like 90% of the snaps. And he kind of hindered the development of Blake Jarwin and Dalton Schultz. That's that's really the only reason why people were so bitter about the way things ended with the Cowboys, correct? Sure. But I but we should also be clear to understand that the, the tight ends didn't see it that way. You know what I'm saying? Like like Schultz and, and Jarwin, or I mean, at least it doesn't feel like they they, they saw it that way. Uh, but I definitely, you know, look, I mean, from the outside looking in as someone who uh, wanted to believe Jason when he said all that stuff, uh, you know, I thought it was it was to the detriment of the team that he was on the field more than he was. I mean, the, the amount that he was, um, you know, I think it's ultimately uh, difficult to tell a Hall of Famer uh, to, to, get, to get off the field. And, and, and if that's the case, then, you know, he should have been out of the locker room you know if, if you can't control a player i mean even if it's in a positive manner like this like i, I think well to be fair i think him and the head coach had a pretty special relationship well sure right? no I, I absolutely i and i i think that i mean that's 
I, I don't know that we need to be fair there. Look, I, 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 no. I, I, I'm a, uh, I'm a, I, I'm a Jason Garrett apologist for a, lo- a lot of things, but I, I, this is one, not one of them. I, I think yeah, that ultimately, correct, at the correct. end of the day, uh, you know, Jason, Gar- Jason Witten is a, is a, you know, Hall of Fame player and, and, you know, a Gold Jacket Wit. There's a reason we call him that. But I think that, you know, he, there is something to be said for players that can't be reined in that can't be controlled that aren't you know necessarily working for the best of the team and i think that those kind of players come in a lot of different shapes and sizes right there's the there's mm-hmm. the typical you know locker room cancer type there's the antonio bryant's uh browns of uh, you know not, maybe not right now but a, a previous yeah, times yeah. right of guys that are just tearing the locker room apart i think to would d- definitely fall under that to a certain degree but then there's also guys like jason witten who uh, are doing all the right things, right? Are, are mm-hmm. giving you their all, but their sheer presence and and the the gravity of who they are is uh, is uh, uh, warping the perception of how good he pl- of a player he is, and, and and thereby warping the perception of the coaches of when it's time to start you know looking on to the next player like Bar- uh, Jarwin or, or Schultz. So, yeah, I mean, I, yep. I think that's and, and I honestly I, I thought that was going to be a problem. You know, no matter where Jason Winton went, because he just has that kind of unshakable faith that it, he will work himself into being a better player than you are. And for you know, thirteen yeah, I mean, years, it, it worked. Like fourteen years, it, it worked. Yeah, it happened with the Raiders. Foster Moreau, a really you know solid up and coming tight end, he really beat him out. Doubled the snaps this year. Started seven games ahead of him. Uh, so yeah, it, it happened with the Raiders. Uh, one last thing on Jason Winton before we move on. Do you know how many career games he missed? Uh, man, no, I don't. Like three? Like it's got to be something crazy low, right? I didn't even haven't even thought about that. One. He missed oh, one. Oh, with the broken jaw. Broke That's it, right? Yeah. Oh my. God. Yeah, he he played in two hundred and seventy-one games. He missed one his rookie year. Played in every single one since then. That's that's just absolutely incredible yeah. longevity. Absolutely, just I mean, especially at that yeah. position, like you know. Oh, where you just get hit all. Oh my gosh, I, I can't imagine how sore he was some of the Sundays or the, you know the Mondays after games. So I mean, just an all, incredible career, all time NFL tough guy. You know, like yes. all, you know him yes. and uh, Mike Ditka I, I, can battle yeah, it out for yeah. the all time tough guy tight end position, t- tight end guy. You know what's great about Jason Witten too is like. At the Hall of Fame, they'll show the one defining play yeah. of his career, and we all know what it is, right? The helmet. I mean, on, when you right? when you think of Jason Witten, you think of that play of him running down the field against the Eagles. I believe it's on Sunday Night Football mm-hmm. without his helmet. It's Jason Witten, and they're going to show that in the Hall of Fame over and over again, and it's going to be absolutely fantastic. Yep. Um, let's take a quick break, and we'll come back and we'll touch on some more Cowboys-related news. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. All right, Lennon, uh, we've got some former Cowboys that have landed elsewhere. Let's start with Chris Richard, mm. uh, the former passing game coordinator slash defensive coordinator of the Cowboys. Uh, took the t- 2020 season off. 
I actually believe those are the words that Ian Rappaport used. Um, <laughs> being nice. <laughs> took the, took uh, the but, season off. <laughs> yeah, took the season off to, to recoup. And he is back with the Saints as the uh, secondary coach there. And I know a lot of Saints fans are excited. Uh, so to all the Saints fans that are listening to the podcast, and I know there's some out there, uh, what kind of coach are you getting in Chris Richard? Ooh, that's a loaded question. <laughs> um, look, I, I think uh, I think he's he's probably going to be a fantastic defensive backs coach for them, right? Like, I, I think that if you're looking for somebody who is going to, uh, you know, identify with the players, challenge them, um, you know work techniques hard mm. you know uh, really really uh get get the uh the you know kind of fundamental techniques worked hard by this guy fiery coach yep. yeah I, I this is your guy right he's gonna be out there in cleats yes. he's gonna be out there uh uh loud he's gonna be physical with these guys he's gonna be uh uh motivation motivational he's you know he's gonna be in their face he's gonna challenge them uh i think to, to the kind of players who who take to that kind of coaching, and I think that's a lot of NFL players, to be honest. Uh, they're gonna they're gonna love this guy. I think if you start going beyond that, I think that's where Chris Richard is gonna have problems. And look, I don't, I I can't speak with any certainty for sure. And, and maybe we should hedge all of this because a lot of this is coming second or third hand information and that sort of thing. But I, I think really the issue that uh, that came up with Chris Richard was kind of his stubbornness to uh, mm. to be flexible in how they were playing coverages, how they were disguising coverages pre-snap. Uh, now, I, I was actually talking to Bob Sturm about this the other day, and I, I agree. You're 100% right, Lane, and I think that's his biggest fault is he's stubborn. Now, is he stubborn because he's just stubborn or because – Jason Garrett and Rod Marinelli didn't really want a lot of creativity and flexibility there. They wanted one simple coverage that they could basically perfect. I yeah, I have a hard time trying to push this under. I mean, it, we can push Jason Garrett under the bus for a lot of things. Well, I'm, and, and, I, well okay, let's use, <laughs> I mean. use Rod Marinelli because Rod Marinelli is that right. He he has a couple things he does really well, and they're not gonna you're not gonna change things up too much. Do you much think Matt Eberflus was doing that when he was the passing game coordinator? Because I don't. <laughs> yeah, you're probably. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I, again, I, I think some people really want to jump on the idea of blaming uh, uh, Garrett and 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 Marinelli for a lot of this stuff, but uh, no, I mean this is look, I, I, I mean this is a guy who uh, I mean, we've heard stories about him, you know, snapping back at players when they talk to him about trying to like disguise coverages in practice. You know, it's like I, I don't know, man. I, 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 yeah. I, this is this doesn't seem like it's uh, a Marinelli or a a, 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 a Richard thing. Yeah, or a, this yeah, this feels yeah. like this was something Richard did, uh, and so I, I don't. I, I mean, that's just again secondhand from information from anyone else. But I, I think if you compare what was happening when uh, when the previous passing game coordinator was here, who's had a lot. You know, obviously Iberflus has had a lot of success with, at, at Indianapolis, and I don't think it, you know being forthcoming with what the coverage is pre-snap is exactly something that is part of his uh his thing so i I tend to think that's a chris richard thing yeah i i probably would agree i do think the fit is really interesting landon because uh, i saw mina kimes from espn uh the other day say 
the, the Saints actually ran the least amount of cover three in the entire NFL last year. So um, this that, that fit may is be going changing. to be fascinating. <laughs> that might That's be. going to be changing, or Chris Richard is going to be asked to coach a scheme that he's not, or you know, some coverages that he's not super familiar with. So uh, I'm fascinated to see how that works out. Uh, some other Cowboys-related news, speaking of Indianapolis, David Irving, uh, a former Dallas Cowboy and Las Vegas Raider, uh, visited with the Colts uh, just the other day. Uh, David Irving was reinstated back into the NFL last year. Uh, he did play in two games. He was inactive. He was actually a healthy scratch in a lot of these games because um, the weight was actually a problem. He, he he just was a little too heavy, and the Raiders didn't feel like they could, they could yeah, play him. So... Is the David Irving dream done, Landon? Because in 2017, he had seven sacks. He was really good. Since the 2017 season, he's played in four games, has one sack. Am I am I foolish for thinking that David Irving could still be a thing in the NFL? Um, he's only 27 years old. Um, no, I don't think you're crazy. Uh, and, and I think that the reason, I mean, again, not just to bring it up, it's Eberflus who's trying to bring him in, right? Correct. So, I mean, that, yes. that, that that's something there, right? I think Eberflus saw firsthand exactly how this guy uh, was pro- was deployed when properly deployed, right? Um, mm-hmm. I, you know, look, David Irving is a lot like Randy Gregory, where – Yes, he is. Yes. He's a freak of nature. Like, he's just physically built to do this in a way that very few human beings are. Same with Alden Smith. Yeah. These are three of the same type of guys. Yeah, yeah. just physically gifted this uh, an ability that, you know, can be coached up to to incredible heights. But even when untapped, even when just even in a a raw form is just so explosive that uh, that he's able to uh, just you know there's just a couple of handful of these guys probably around the world that are so athletic and so big and strong that even without focusing on it they can just kind of roll off their couch and play NFL football at, at they're some born point. to play football yeah. they're just born to play football and, and, that's what it and is Irving you know despite his kind of neglect uh, of this ability to a large degree and look I you know I don't have I don't blame somebody for uh, wanting to do a whole bunch of different stuff. I don't blame somebody for being upset with the marijuana policy in the NFL. Sure, it's terrible, absolutely. and that's why they fixed it. But, uh, yes. uh, you know, I, I think that beyond all that, I, I, I don't think it's a stretch to say that he has kind of wasted away a lot of his good years uh, when he had opportunity where, uh, you know, kind of in comparison to Randy Gregory, I think Gregory struggled with what is, was going on in, in his career and has been d- trying a lot harder with uh, with a lot more headwind against him to get back into the NFL. It, Correct. It feels like David Irving, you know, kind of slunk out of the NFL and then is trying to slink back in, right? Like, it, it, it doesn't feel like there was a lot of, uh, uh, you know, pushback from him trying to get back in. Um, and it also feels like he isn't really putting in nearly the effort that Randy Gregory seemingly mm. did. So I still think that, you know, beyond all that, um, he has that kind of physical ability to just turn it on. And, and if he gets serious about it again at 28, 
then uh, then you know there's there's no doubt in my mind that he could quickly get up to a, a place where he's uh, a starter in, 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 in on an NFL yeah. team and if not that like a valuable rotational player all the way up to I, I mean listen if he really rededicated himself he could be a pro bowler you know I, I just yeah, think he has that kind of a natural ability yeah without a doubt and I think it's interesting again that the Colts are bringing him in uh, because they have a player that's, I don't want to say similar, but kind of similar in DeForest Buckner, right? Another one of these six foot six, 300 pound guys that can play on the edge, can play interior defensive line. If you're bringing David Irving off the bench and he's rotating in, I think you can you can get some solid production out of there. At the very least, there's really no downside here for Indianapolis. And I know people are wondering, why don't the Cowboys bring him back? Um I don't know. It, it feels like just that kind of time has passed, right, Landon? Like, I think Jerry Jones still really loves him, I, but this I don't This know. could easily turn into a situation. I mean, here's the problem with this guy, right, is that potential will get you burned, you know? Yeah, I mean, ultimately, yeah. at the end of the day, if, if unfulfilled potential is what gets people fired, you know? like yeah. So using a roster spot on this guy – uh, when you've seen firsthand like his level of commitment to football, uh, you know it, it's probably tough for the Cowboys. They they did this for two or three years of trying to get yeah. him to a spot where, and, and I think that they got obviously as successful as anybody, right? Uh, oh, for sure. But, but <laughs> I, I think I think ultimately at the end of the day they've wasted a lot of time and energy here. Uh, and even though you know there's they they don't have a ton of talent at the position. I, they need to develop Tristan Hill and Novell Gallagher. Yeah, I, that's really what I think. It is. And honestly, I think there is some concern too about uh, you know he, he the the makeup of your defensive tackle room uh, if you bring in a, a David hmm. Irving because look he's not a, a malcontent, but I, I don't know that he has the best uh, uh, that he's the best influence on younger players if he well, was to be an influence because of the thing, things we just mentioned. Right, he was somebody who could roll out of bed and be a productive pass rusher yeah. in the NFL. And he's talked about that. Yeah. He's talked about, you know, being uh, – He there was actually an interview not too long ago about how he was drunk going into practices and games yeah. and nobody could block him. Yeah. He's just that type of player. So Rolando I think you're right. that's a defensive tackle essentially. <laughs> yeah. I think he's going to catch on somewhere. I'm rooting for him because I love watching yeah. David Irvin when he's healthy. I agree. Um, Please, please go to the Colts. That would be so much fun. Uh, let's take one more quick break, and we'll talk about the Dallas Cowboys Super Bowl odds. Just wanted to take one more quick break to tell you guys about Bet Online. We've got the Super Bowl coming up. We've got basketball. We've got UFC. And there's only one place that has you covered and one place that we trust with our bets, and that is betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use the promo code LOCKED ON for your 50% welcome bonus. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. And don't forget to use the promo code LOCKED ON to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit bet online your online sportsbook experts i also want to tell you about our old friends at built bar you guys know about built bar it's the best protein bar out there it's hard to even explain it it's real chocolate with amazing flavors and a great combination of low calories high protein and low sugar with no crazy additives best of all they taste absolutely fantastic. You guys know that I have one every single day. And they are releasing six new flavors, including caramel brownie, cookies and cream, and apple almond crisp. Go to BillBar.com and use promo code LOCKDOWN and you'll get $10 for off your first box. Again, that is BillBar.com. 
All right, Landon, our friends at betonline.ag have released uh, their updated Super Bowl odds for 2022. Um, and I feel like these are really really interesting so in the nfc can you can you guess who's the favorite to to win the super bowl for 2021 hmm for 2021 correct i i mean green bay maybe it's the rams actually the rams the rams ahead of the packers and tampa bay is just below that and then there's a drop-off. Um, there's a Seattle. There is a Saints, which that's ridiculous. The Saints aren't going to do yeah. it next year. Cowboys sitting at 22-1 to 1 behind teams like the Miami Dolphins, the Cleveland Browns, the 49ers, the Chargers. Is 22-1 to 1 good value here, or do you feel like the Cowboys are still a year away? I mean, if if... <laughs> If the Saints are up there, then sure. <laughs> like, <laughs> the, I, there, there's no way the yeah. Saints are going to be a playoff. I, I mean, team. look, I'm I, just calling my shot. I, I think that the Cowboys c- could certainly make a run for it next year. Like, you know, they they, they come back with 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 the offense that they had this year. Uh, if Dak gets re-signed, there's not any reason to think that they wouldn't have a top five passing, a top five offense next year. Um, yeah. You know, they could shore things up. I think they're certainly in the running. Um, I, I I think that the Rams. I mean, you know, the, just to show you the amount of uncertainty, the Rams being the top of that is just silly, right? Like, I, I just, I don't know. Like, I understand that they went to the playoffs last year and they upgraded a quarterback, but I, I think they're really discounting the losses of what they're about to get hit hit on on defense. Uh, mm-hmm. And I don't know that the offensive line is is gotten any better. It's old, yeah. No, it's so, old too. Uh, yeah, I I think the Cowboys have. You know, I, I would put the uh, yeah if it's, if it's just randomly betting, I, I would put the odds the Cowboys similar to the Rams. I think I, I don't know, maybe I'm maybe I'm being too optimistic, but I, I don't know. I, I don't think that there's anything about the Rams next season. Uh, there's a lot, uh, you know, before this before this trade for the Rams, the Rams were facing quite a uh, <laughs> quite an off season ahead, you know, and and now they're facing it with an upgraded quarterback to be sure, but no first round picks for the next, you know. 25 years or whatever it is like it's it's so well not only that the i mean i i think the rams are going to be good so when i'm, I'm saying all this too. to say that i just i think they're going to be an excellent team i just don't know if they're a super bowl team yeah they're scheduled right now with the cap being at 181 which could actually be lower than that uh to be about 30 million dollars over the cap uh they're going to save a little bit of money when the the golf trade becomes official but still 20 million dollars over the cap with no first round picks a bunch of free agents still uh, out there, uh, they lost their defensive coordinator in Brandon Staley, uh, who was re- really, really good. That roster is so top heavy too. So if you have any injuries at all, yeah. it's going to be awfully, awfully hard to overcome it. And we saw that with this year, right? You know, they had an injury to Cooper Cup. The offense kind of fell apart, and you know, with this team being older, even guys like Aaron Donald is older. Michael Brockers is getting older. Andrew Whitworth is certainly in the twilight of his career. I don't know. I feel like I, I feel like I do agree, Landon, that the Cowboys should be similar odds to them. I mean, they certainly certainly should be ahead of the 49ers, I would think, right? They're they're just a better team than the 49ers. Even with, you know, I know the 49ers had a bunch of injuries, but the Cowboys they've got a better quarterback. Yeah, quarterback right? and that's what yeah. makes me feel yeah. feel better about them. Yeah, I mean again, so, I think it's it's incredibly difficult, you know, to to make these guesses right now, but uh, you know, a lot of this 
uh, just to you know to be clear on betting lines is a lot about trying to get action you know trying to get sure. people to to act sure. on it so i have to wonder if a lot of this action isn't high because uh you know because the trade just happened right like it's yeah. and people are what about the curling. what about the eagles at 30 to 1 that's crazy that's <laughs> what, what are the cowboys at what are the cowboys at uh 22 to yeah one. that's crazy that's nuts <laughs> that's nuts uh I, I just thought that one was funny the bears are at 50 to one i feel like the bears are a way better bet than the eagles they figure out that quarterback situation they're good the eagles <laughs> eagles have no chance there's, there's, that's, that's there's something just imminently hilarious about the idea of of the 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 saying, if they figure out their quarterback situation, like it isn't. The I know, most, but the rest of that team is better. If it good, isn't, like I, it isn't the whole thing. Like if it isn't the whole enchilada <laughs> figuring out I, the quarterback. Situation. I know, but the Eagles are the. I mean, not the opposite. They they don't have their quarterback uh, situation figured out, and the rest of the team is bad. So. I don't know. It's just it, that one was funny to me. Shout out to the guys at betonline.ag. You guys have some great Absolutely, lines up there. Make yeah. sure you guys are going to bet on them. Use your free welcome bonus, 50% off your first deposit. Uh, that is it for today's show. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you download and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow the show at Locked on Cowboys. You can follow Landon at McCoolBCB. And I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. And we will see you next time. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.